Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening. Today is the 11th of February, year of our Lord and Savior, 2021. Welcome to another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show. I am once again joined by the man who isn't having fun unless he's wearing a bun, Nicholas Henkel, a.k.a. Medium Mogul Nick. Nicholas, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm in absolute disbelief at how hard you bodied that. Like That's what I do. This is like... When we started the show, I was like, James is crazy creative, and I'm, I'm so glad that on a weekly basis I get to experience it. Man, you killed that. Um, wait, wait, wait. This isn't this, – this pod – the reason I started it today, for people who – if this is your first time listening, I am James Edwards. I cover the Detroit Pistons for The Athletic. I am the cardigan on this show. Uh, I'm the beat writer. And Nicholas usually kicks off the pod with the introduction that I just gave. Mm. But today, the show is about him. Why is it about him? Well, he's just the hottest thing in the effing streets right now. First, we'll go back to Wednesday. No, today is Wednesday. The yeah. day we're recording this is Wednesday. So we'll go back to Tuesday. Where, if you know Nicholas Henkel, aside from this podcast, you probably know him from his post-game reaction Pistons videos. He had, arguably, would you say, Nicholas, this is fair, your, your biggest... Um, engagement video last night following the Pistons' win over the Brooklyn Nets? In terms of purely metrics, it's actually not. But in terms of everything that's been generated Coverage. yeah, off of it, that for sure it is. Um, okay. So Nicholas took a beer a beer shower yeah. following the Pistons' win. Yeah. And that led to ESPN giving him a call. He's going to be on ESPN on Wednesday night. Yep. So if you're listening it, to this, it's already happened. It's already happened. I'm sure he'll have a clip or something. Mm. I'm sure we'll have a clip. Maybe we can attach it to the pod. Yeah. If it, we'll see how long it is. Um, that also led to him having a story in a Detroit news publication that we're not going to mention because they're petty. When oh. I break news, they won't put my name <laughs> in it. So we're not going <laughs> to give them any love. And... And for, for the record, it's the, the other one is petty too, so neither one will be mentioned on this on this podcast. Sure. And um, then, for for me and you, the biggest the biggest cosign of them all. Yes. Chat. Danny Brown, Detroit's finest, commented on your tweet. Yeah, a few times. Nicholas, can you can you take me through the last twenty four hours? So, yeah, I just said this to someone. Um, the last Look like, at that flex a few times. This guy's best friends with Danny Brown, it's, dude. It's bizarre. Like, I um, – so, yeah, the last, like, 12 specifically have been insane. If 18, if you want to count the game itself, um, have been ridiculous. Like, I do these recaps sometimes, and they do well, and sometimes it gets to some people that I think, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, I've had a few – that have kind of gone like thermonuclear in terms of how well a recap can actually do. Um, sometimes, you know, like people know this, like, like Grant Napier gets a hold of it or, um, you know, something like that. Like, that's pretty cool. I know that like Harry Giles has seen one of my recaps before. So like, that's pretty cool. Um, I actually don't know if any Pistons players besides Luke Kennard have ever seen any of my recaps that I I'd, do not know. I'd bet Blake has, I don't know. Maybe I'd bet, I'd bet Blake has, um, that would be, that would be special. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's been wild. Like I sat here and I, you know, as, as the game winds down, as I usually do, I kind of start thinking to myself like, okay, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to say this and then I'm going to say this. Sometimes there's some spontaneity in there, but for the most part, I kind of know what I want to say. Um, it's just a matter of getting it out in time. Sat here for about five, 10 minutes after the game. And I'm like, do I want to just be super high energy sitting here? Like I normally am. Or do I want to give the people what was promised and I give them a beer shower? Because I said if we beat Milwaukee at any point this year, I'm doing it 100%. Because that's like a, you took down the Goliath for Detroit, right? You lose like 13 in a row against them. And that never materialized, never came to fruition. Um, so I sighed. I sat up. <sighs> go grab the Miller out of the out of the shower right. this is a good this is a good a good stopping point because i have questions sure. about the process sure and this is the our end of the week show so we usually do stock up stock down um usually i do it i pick a player yeah. whose stock is up um from the past week and i pick a player whose stock is down this week nicholas is gonna pick it. actually i'm gonna pick it sure and we're just gonna go on from there stock up nicholas hankel 
Stock down, James Edwards. Ooh. I just had a massive week in my career, breaking the Derrick Rose news. Oh, that's true. And then you just come and shit on it. Yeah, I did do that. You squatted. You sp- You dropped a stinky load all over my success. So, I'm happy for you. I've told you how many countless amount of times Yeah. that what you do deserves to be recognized. And that's why... When I wanted to do a podcast, I came looking for you. This is this is what I always knew could happen. So, sure, I have questions. Yeah, I also want to say Zach Lowe also gave you a shout out, which I, I don't know if you thought that was as cool as I did, but I was really touched that like Zach Lowe, arguably the voice that I respect the most in basketball. I thought it was amazing that he like was like, "Hey, James Edwards uh, wrote this story when he was talking to Jeremy Grant." Um, yeah, that was great. I actually, me and uh, Zach shared some DMs. Uh, Oh, that, he did so reply was, to you. Cool, cool. Yeah, you said yeah, no, we've, yeah, no, we've met before um, very briefly. We've covered one or two games before. Um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate Zach for that. Anyway, this is about you. Okay. You don't drink. Not at all. How old was that Miller Lite? Uh, it was the 4th of July edition. What? How many were in the fridge? Six. How many... Did you use in the making of that video? One. One take. Did you get any beer in your mouth? So, okay. So this is a good transition into the next part of the story. It's really easy to sit here and think to yourself what you want to say in the video and deliver the best content possible. Let me tell you, as soon as that Miller Lite hits your eyes and gets in your nose, it's all out the window. And mm-hmm. you don't remember anything that you were going to say. And you, so I'm just sitting there yelling at that point. Um, yeah, I, I, I uh, you know, and I'll, and I'll also say this. Obviously, as soon as I was done, I, I uploaded it and I immediately turned the shower on. But I had a little bit of Miller left in the can. You finish it? Let me tell you something. There's something kind of nice about being in a nice warm shower with a cold beer. I was like, I get this. Like, this is yeah. kind of nice. Um, Very relaxing. And then I, yeah, I finished it and. I was like, man, that was kind of good. Um, yeah, as soon as I got back, like after like five minutes, it was already over 100 likes, which for me is a lot. Um, and that was pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, once I saw Danny retweeted it, I was like, oh, this is going up. Like, <laughs> like Danny just he just blew this yeah. up. I don't, I don't want to paint this as if there's some sort of a trouble in paradise with the Bunny Cardigan show. But, James, you were you were mad at me. You quote tweeted me on both accounts. I felt like that was a fitting response because I actually I, I didn't tell you this. Um, so one of our listeners and an athletic subscriber and a um, a, a guy who's very uh, present in Pistons Twitter DM'd me yesterday, and he said what he he loves our show, and what he loves about it is that I'm sort of a parental figure to you in the show, and I never thought about it like that. Like again, I've never thought of it that way. We're only like eight eight episodes deep. Yeah. But it, it makes sense. So to me, that response was like, I'm off working, covering the game, writing a story, and I get back on Twitter, and I just see Nick. I'm at naked. the front of the parade. You're at, you're at the top of Twitter. You're at the top of Google when you type in Pistons, and all I see is no shirt, the hair down, and yeah. beer being poured on you. Yeah. And I felt like an appropriate response was just like, when you're a parent and you and you come back home and the dog just tore up the house. Yeah, you just kind of just put your you put your palm in your face. You're like they don't know any better. They don't know that this is this is why you can't leave them alone. Sure. And I was proud. I was I was glad that you were being you, but that I felt like that was the appropriate response. Yeah, I also thought that I I actually had a reason to believe that you were kind of mad at me this week because you tweeted something about uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Something that Casey said about how you know we like bringing in guys and giving them a chance to shine. And I quote tweeted you and and then. Uh, and said, and then when they finish, or like as soon as they do prove themselves, we let them walk for three years, forty-one million, as a Christian oh, Wood no. joke. And I, you didn't like the tweet or reply or text me about it, so I was like, oh, he's mad at me. And I was like, I don't know if we're ever going to do a show again because I think James is mad at me. I could give a shit less. Yeah, no, I don't care. <laughs> I just, I probably, I missed it. Yeah, I, I saw it, but I, I probably, I thought I liked it and didn't. No, I don't care. Okay. No, this is anyway. I really like I don't have that much to say just because it's been wild. And one of the things that I said, which I actually plan on saying on ESPN tonight, which, by the way, I don't know really much about what's going to be happening. So um, people are asking me, I'm going to be getting a call pretty soon. I'm being CC'd on a lot of emails that I don't understand. There's a lot of words being thrown around (laughs) that I don't understand. Um, 
it's wild. That's show business, baby. Right? When you're yeah, hot, I you're mean, hot. Like you gotta you need an agent. Yeah. So um we need a we need an agent for both of us for this show. I you know what? I actually don't have an agent. A lot of writers do. I've I haven't gone down that route yet. Is that a thing? What would that even Not be a lot of writers. Um certain writers do. And I've people have told me I should get one and I I don't feel the need. It, I yeah, I'd rather bet the money on, I'd rather bet the money on paying my agent on on the under for uh for Creighton versus Iowa State or something. <laughs> what what is that even what what is that even for? Like just for like bookings and stuff or um like TV spots, I mean? I mean, there's that. There's uh, so you don't have to negotiate with the company you work for or other companies interested or yeah. Um yeah, like uh, notoriety. Um we live in a weird world where people like care about media figures, which is still mind-boggling to me, but enough about me. We're going we're gonna to care about this media figure right here, the one that's staring back at me. Well, listen, you like you said, you've had a hot week, too. This has been a great week for the Bunny Cardigan show. Honestly, I forgot because time is just a flat circle. I forgot that the Derrick Rose thing was literally this week. You're right. James, this is our victory lap. We're doing this right now. This just doesn't have to just be me. Danny Brown didn't retweet me and Shams. Well, I suppose. He did he say, is- Danny Brown did also say, um, that he will be present at the next Pistons Twitter meetup. Uh, did you ask him if he'd be present on the next Bun and Cardigan show? Because I, t- I, uh, I reached out to him and he ghosted me. You leave you on red. I'm sure I could uh, right now. Right. I mean, you got more pull than I do. I think at this moment, if I, if I, if I DM'd I him right I had now, some pull. Yeah, I thought I had some pull when I, when I DM'd. I definitely thought I'd get a response. I think you could get Zach. You should. You get Zach. I'll get Danny. Zach Lowe? Yeah. That's not happening. Of course it's going to happen. I don't know. I guess he ha- he's had athletic writers on. I don't know. I mean, eh, eh. I guess that is sort of not a conflict of interest, but it is kind of like competition a little bit, maybe. No, it is competition. That's okay, why we're not yeah. mentioning the other the newspaper that sure. I'm very happy gave you public. Can I? Uh, I'm not going to say it. How do you feel about that, though? Like, yes, like it's cool to see that, but like, is that. Do you think what you did is worthy of a story? No, not at all. And the truth of the matter is I think it was one of my worst recaps, period. I if wouldn't I w- say that. If I didn't dump beer on myself, that people don't – it's not that interesting to people. I think uh, I think I, if you're in the shower with no shirt on and still – like what made it funny was some of the lines you said. Okay, so – come to Detroit to die. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. So two things. One, the only thing that was making me mad was that people were like, why aren't you wearing a shirt? Brother. Am I going to dump beer all over myself while I'm fully clothed? Miss no. me with it. Shut up. No. You're not stone cold. No. Come on. So uh, what was the question? What it, 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 Does it annoy me that – oh, about the about – well, No, it. not that it doesn't annoy you. Did you did, were you taken aback that uh, a story by a news publication was written about you pouring beer on yourself? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I sometimes I kind of don't like the fact that I've poured beer on myself twice. The first time Tobias Harris saw it, and I was kind of like, all right. The second well, time, another player. You're sitting here. I don't know if any other players ever seen besides Harry Giles and Luke Gennard. True. I actually kind of didn't think of it that way. Okay, so yes, Tobias Harris has seen one of my videos, and it was during the Pistons Twitter bracket when I was like beer showering. That Michael was... Jordan bet the over under on two eighteen for my victory over Charlotte. <laughs> um yeah like and also uh that was a Coors Light in the last video people were supporting my Miller Light choice I'm not even a big Miller guy it was just in the fridge um so what else is in your fridge Coors Banquet but I didn't I couldn't it was like buried so I didn't want I mean like do you have like mustard there's some chocolate milk in there right now um (laughs) there's some Dr. Pepper, but uh, yeah, I think and like I, it was. It's really wild. This has happened a few times. Like I, chocolate milk. I are we are we disparaging chocolate milk all of this? I love chocolate milk, but I was like expecting you to say like turkey. No, no, no. Uh, PB like a uh, jelly. Now all my food, uh, all my foods in the freezer. It's all frozen. Um, okay. I think I so got. You, eat, you I, eat venison. Yeah, I think I got some uh, some ham in the fridge. But anyways, I, it, it, this has happened a few times. Like I. We'll be just randomly scrolling through Reddit, and I'll see me. Like, someone nope. will, will, like, post my video, and I'm like, oh, wow. And, like, there have been times where I will, like, post it myself. Um, that was that was back when I was, like, purposefully trying to get exposure and kind of put myself out there. Now I don't do it 
not selfish. Not, I don't mean to sound self-obsessed because other people are going to do it for me, but also kind of like I don't need to. Um, so that was I'll cool. Talk your talk. And I think, like you mentioned, I think one of the reasons why people liked it so much is because um, the Motor City, um, where your favorite team goes to die. People really liked that line. I mm-hmm. delivered it, and in my head, I was like, "That was kind of cool." Um, people, how much of that is freestyle? Like, do you have certain lines that you think of before that you make sure you work in? No, like I, like I, like I mentioned before, like some of it's scripted, but the stuff that's scripted is like, um, okay, with like eight thirty-two in the game, uh, you know, Mason Plumley on the inbound, like this thing happened, and I'll describe a play. That stuff is scripted, and I'll like try to remember that. But the Motor City, where your favorite team goes to die, I think I actually even tweeted it before the video even came out. I don't remember. Um, but I think that's a kind of good t-shirt. I don't want to, I don't want to lie. I think that's kind of fire. I mean, we got merch. I think we got, we got some merch ideas lined up. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's keep that quiet. Um, I think that's pretty good, but you know, like, like lines like that, um, the Patriot reference that I had in there, which Johnny Kane himself, uh, quote tweeted and appreciated that. Another friend of the show. The worst part is like. That kind of was cooler to me than I don't want to say it was cooler than Danny Brown, but it was very validating that Johnny Kane was like, he's like he's like my uncle in all this, right? In terms of pissed, I think Johnny Kane is just everybody's uncle. Where Danny Brown is like God to me. So, um, so so you're telling me right now if, if you got to see your uncle right now or God, that you know what's funny? Be cooler to see. Your as uncle. soon as I said that, I was like, what a dumb compare, what a dumb analogy I just made. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. Like the the Patriot reference I made, that was just that was off the. Is that dome. a movie? Yeah, it's the it's a Mel Gibson movie. Yeah. Okay, I don't um, think I've seen it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Again, I don't. I I, I actually had some piston stuff to talk about today. I don't think this is all that interesting, to be totally no, honest. I mean, this is if, about I mean, you. If, I have if more people questions. People are interested in it. Okay, yeah, go for well, it. Well, they might not be, and it may reflect in in our metrics, but we're gonna find we'll out. See. Sure. What. How challenging is it for you to make those videos? Because they have to they have to go like it has to be two minutes and eighteen seconds. That's the max, right? Two twenty, yeah. Oh, two twenty. Okay. And the one last night I think was two eighteen. Yeah, I was so discombobulated that for the last like fifteen seconds I just started to flame out because my eyes hurt really bad. And is it um, harder than people think to make that in two eighteen? Yeah, I I talked about this on um um. Oh my gosh, oh, Laz! Right. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Pistons versus everybody. Pistons versus everybody. Yes. Who, yes. Laz? Don't worry, I saved it. Um, I talked about this on his show. Like, I don't mean to be like, oh, it's really hard, but it it kind of is. Um, you know, trying to condense 48 minutes into just under two and a half can be really difficult. Um, there are things from the first quarter that I really want to talk about, but you know what happened in the last five of the fourth quarter is a little bit more important at the end of the day. So you really have to pick and choose what's important to you. At the end of every single video, I think to myself, I'm, I forgot to mention this thing, and it's like, well, if I go back and try to re-record it, I'm going to forget something else. So it's like whatever. Um, it's pretty difficult. Like last night, I don't think was a great representation of. I think of like how I can actually articulate the happenings of a game. I really don't think that you it was. say that a lot, and th- and that annoys me. When you say that, you said that the one I retweeted was like the only one you cursed in. And oh, you I hated upset. that. Yeah. This one, you don't think it, it properly represented your knowledge of, of what you watched. I stand by that. I think you need to be crazier. <laughs> well, no, because I don't want to. I, I genuinely I don't want to come off as some um, guy who just watches the Pistons and like, that's it. I want people to know that, like, I can talk about the game at a not elite level, but at a level that's a little bit above what like a normal fan can do. And I am but glad you can that I do that while saying shit. No, I, you're not wrong. Um, like I, I am a little, I don't know. It, it, I thought the recap was fine. People did really your grandma it. watch all of these. She did watch last night's. She did watch. Cause Is she, that I, why you don't curse? No, I just don't. Cause it's, I don't, I just don't. You think it's distasteful. It's not even just – I guess maybe. It's just because I think of, like, the Daryl Morey's of the world that follow me, and I try to make sure that all my content is, like uh, – I, like respect, a... I respect that, but I also think that these guys speak – they speak freely in, in their normal lives. Like, that's just sure. – people like people who are – Authentic? Real. Yeah. Yeah. And not saying that you aren't. I think you, you very are uh, authentic in your – your your recaps and on this pod, I I think you could open up even more because I know you better than um, people that just watch your videos and and do the pod know. 
Yeah, I, th- I, I don't. Think... I don't think you show all your, all your, all the facets, all the layers that there no. is to the bun. No, I mean you know I can think of like five things off the top of my head that you know about me that like nobody else ever will. So, I think some of that is calculated. Where I I don't know I, I think um, re- recap me right Twitter me is different from um, when you and I are off the air just kind of hanging out. Me, it's not yeah. really the same person, right? As I'm sure, like reporter James is not the same as this James, right? You're a little bit more laid back. You're yeah. Not, I mean, you know, my sleeve took the internet by storm. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. Um, my, you told the world I make beats. We were supposed to go through a decade of doing this podcast without anybody knowing where the beats came from. We wanted them to think they were from songs, and then you yeah. just snitched, dry snitched on me. Yeah, but like they're fire, so I don't feel bad about it. They're okay. They're okay. Um, Jalen Rose was at the game last night. Did you do a he wave was. check? But you, no, you said he was wearing a hat. Yeah, he had a hat and a mask on. It was very hard to tell. It was Jalen Rose. Um, yeah, front court. He's been there a bunch since I've covered the team. He's he was there with a Detroit hat. I mean, anybody that watches Jalen Jacoby knows he's he reps for the Pistons. Yeah, uh, no, that's for where sure. he's from. Yeah, man, it was. Quit trying to diverge this podcast. This is about you. So, I have more questions. Okay. After you get a video that bangs like that, how, like, are you scrolling Twitter for the next until two in the morning? Oh my God, my mentions are in shambles. It's worth noting that I celebrated last night. I I, I think it goes without say that I did my fair share of of celebrating. Um, so I I was awake regardless. But yeah, like I mean, you know how it is, right? If you break a story, I'm sure you had it earlier this week with the Derrick Rose thing. Your notifications cap at twenty, right? So it'll you'll get that twenty yeah. plus thing, and then you're just kind of sifting through those, see more, see more. My mentions have been nutty for the past seven days, aside from the Shams thing. Uh, this whole Shams breaking the Derrick Rose news with him last night when I just simply tweeted the six teams the Pistons beat, mm-hmm. Hoop Central tagged me in a tweet that hasn't stopped getting got it. like I genuinely cannot look at my mentions because people are just retweeting that yeah. and it's insane but Danny Brown didn't retweet it sure yeah has Danny Brown he's been to a game this year right if memory serves yes. I think he went I to the home opener two. uh if he was at the home opener he was at definitely at another one okay I don't remember which one it was but I've definitely yeah. seen him twice this or at least once this year I've seen sure. him many times in the past yeah um yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, like if I open my phone right now, let's see, because I, I checked it literally two minutes ago and I was at 20 plus. Let's check it right now. I'm at 20 plus again, right? So, like, that's just keeping up with it. And whenever, they're all just your video? Uh, yeah, sometimes it's like just some other random tweets that I've had, like, because um, I've tweeted a f- like one or two things about the articles today. Um, I tweeted something about how Danny Brown is my best friend. So, like, when I whenever I have something like this, pretty much anything that I type, I know is going to be fire, I know it's going to bang. Um, I could, I could, I could, I could, uh, what did Kanye do? Scoop did he whoop? I could tweet that. I'm getting a, I'm getting a thousand. Also, I forgot. I had another banger earlier this week. Remember the Dennis Smith Jr. Tweet had 20,000. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. We're hot out here. It's crazy. It, it is insane. Now what we need you to do is turn yours and Danny Brown's new relationship into a podcast interview because I don't think we've said it on here. I tried because Danny's followed me for a while. We mentioned this like five minutes ago, ten minutes ago. Right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I did. And I said I DM'd him and he goes to yeah. me. Yeah, so yeah. Now, it, now the ball's in your court. If we're getting Danny, it's because of you. Yeah, remember? And then I said if I'm getting Danny, you have to get Zach. And then it started this yeah, like – you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean it's been it's been great. I just um, – some, and then it's going to go away. Right. Here's what I did do. Okay, I'm, I'm James. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Okay, I'm gonna let everybody okay. in on a little secret. Okay. All right. All right. So the woman that reached out to me from ESPN, yeah, yeah. She said, she she texts me and she goes, "Can you just give us a little bit about you, right, for our talent team?" I go, "Of course." I go, "Let me send you some bullet points really quick." So I give her some bullet points. And um, the last thing that I mentioned, right? So the last thing that this that, better be what I think it is. I go, I co-host the podcast. Let's go. Yeah. I said, it's called The Bunny Cardigan Show with James Edwards III. He's on the beat for The Athletic. So I'm hoping that in my introduction or at you know some point intermittently yeah. throughout the interview, throughout the segment, um, 
I'm hoping that gets brought up. Don't worry. I got us. Let's go. Yeah. We're going for number one in Honduras <laughs> now. Um, Let's go. It's been, yeah, I mean, it's been cool. I had uh, a few people from The Ringer uh, reach out to me. That was oh, really? wild. Because I was like, show it to Bill. Give me a job. Show it to Ryan. I don't give me a job. Um, so far, what nothing. What did they say? Just nice things. Some were quote tweets. Some were replies. Um, just saying nice things. Like that's literally it. Like, that's awesome. Ah. Like I'm oh so look at this guy. You, this man. is crazy. Yeah, it's really nice um, with Bucks fans and 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 Nets fans. And Nets fans were really good sports about it. I gotta be honest. Um, and Kings fans like they. It's nice that it wasn't just Pistons fans that were happy. Um, this is one of the things I mentioned. I think I meant to say this earlier. The reality is that did I want to dump beer on myself? Kinda. Part of me was like, I'm not in the mood to shower again. I already did today. It's going to be gross. Like, But then I said, Nick, what else do they have to celebrate? What do these fans have? The answer is nothing. Yep. I, I don't care if it's the sixth win of the season. This is our Super Bowl, baby. This is Detroit. This is a flawlessly executed rebuild. Dwayne Casey's rallying the troops. You best believe that if we're going to keep ripping through <laughs> the top tier talents in the league. I don't give a damn if Kevin Durant wasn't playing. What else do we got to do? This is it. This is our moment. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Like, I, I figured Ooh. just for the people, I wanted to make something happen. You wanted to bring joy to a, a city that does not have much joy when it comes to sports. No. And we were all having fun last night, and I figured, you know what? Let's get wild. It's just a Tuesday night, baby. That's it. Who? All right. I have more questions, but this one is is very – I'd love for, you, for your honesty on this one. Sure. Who – how do I ask this? Why do you feel the need – not, not why do you feel the need? Why do you think your voice is important in this fan base? I don't know. I, I do not know. Like, I, I wish I had an answer for you. I tell people all the time. I've said this on this show. I've made videos about it. I've said it in other podcasts, in other videos. Don't listen to me. I'm just a guy with an internet connection. And that's where it begins and where it ends. I think people like me because I look funny. I think they like me because <laughs> I'm loud. And I think they like me because <laughs> I, I let's just, I mean, let's be real. Like, let's, don't, I'm just, I don't think you look funny. I mean, you know, you got but, the you, but we know, we all know who I resemble. cop stash, but other than that, <laughs> I think you're a normal looking guy. I just mean, cause you, we know who I look like, right? Is it Joe Kim Noah? Yeah. So, um, which is the problem with these videos going up is people who don't know me are like, Oh, I didn't know Joe Kim Noah was a Pistons fan. Ha ha ha. Like we know anyways. Um, you know, and I think people like that I can, I guess, create some sort of a catchy, again, the Motor City where your favorite team goes to die. Things like that. There are more. I'm blanking on all of them right now. Again, like, so many. Yeah, like I'm just a Rolodex of great catchphrases. And as somebody who, on a real level, on somebody who, like, I don't really know what I want to do. Um, like, I really like the idea of broadcasting. I don't think I have the voice for it. I don't think I have the, the sharpness for it. But I think it's something that I want to try working on. I disagree with that. Well, we'll get there, right? Like, I'll get there yeah. eventually. But, you know, one thing that you have to possess is to be able to to capture a moment. And here's the best example. Steph Curry, Oklahoma City, 2016. He hits mm -hmm. that shot. If Mike Breen isn't calling that game, is it still an incredible shot? Is it still bang. one of the most? The double bang, right? Oh, yeah, it was bang, bang. And it's funny because if there's a certain camera angle where on the second bang, he's literally getting out of his seat as he's yelling it because he's yeah. so into it. Right? Mike Breen. Well, I think he has to see. I think he's getting up to see. Sure. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But he, cre he helped create um, and capture that moment and help us remember it the way that we do today. Blocked by James. Game seven. It's the same thing. Fern Lundquist did it in college football. Brent Musburger did it all the time. Um, and I'm obviously, I'm just saying comparatively, like trying to come up with those things to sort of capture moments and help you remember them for a long time. Not this to say your, that this is your, your social media, Mike Breen. 
I don't know if we have any Riff Raff fans, but Riff, Rans, Riff Raff, I'm not a fan, but like he has, I have friends that think his, some songs are funny. Yeah. And he'll be like, I'm, I'm rap game Earl Boinkins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rap, I'm rap game Wong Juju. Yeah. Your, your, your social media game, Mike Breen. That would be quite the, um, I think it's a bit of an overstatement, but that's just because of what I think about myself and what you think about me, I guess. So thank right. you, James. But yeah, um, like I, I think my biggest thing is like I I remember back in the day I hit a thousand followers. That was wild. I couldn't comprehend a thousand. That's a lot of people. Then I hit two, and I sent it to my brother, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. And he's like, yeah, I guess. But we're like, whatever. And then we agreed. It's not gonna matter till you hit ten. Till you start getting that decimal point, right? Ten point one. That's Are when you there? we. Not yet. But I hit 9,000 three days ago. I just hit 93. Dude, right? you got more followers than like some like people who cover the team. Right. So I've never been Teams a guy that I, I don't the league. like. I don't care about follower count. I don't anymore. Truly, once I hit 10,000, that's going to be like a that's a lot of people. That's really cool. Um, having videos like this definitely helps. Hopefully, the ESPN spot helps. I don't know if they're going to promote my like at on there. Kind of weird if they didn't, but we'll see. Um, and again, I don't even want to speculate as to what's going to happen. Cause again, I don't know. I'm going to get a call as soon as James and I wrap up here and they're going to give me a rundown and then tonight I'll do the show. But, um, yeah, it's wild. Like, it's nice that I'm not nervous, you know? So what's the, what's the fit for tonight? Christ, uh, by the way, I didn't think by about the way, that. Cause all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, before we get to that, I'm going to break in some inside baseball on the button cardigan show. Sure. If you have the time before you do this and you send the pod, because this is what happens. You put the pod together. You send it to me. I upload it. Yeah. If you send that to me to before your appearance, I'm posting this today. And it's funny because I said the date for tomorrow, for Thursday. People don't know. I mess with you all the time. I tell you I'm going to drop it the next day, but then drop it that day so that you sound crazy. I will always. I'm going to do it to myself today. Every time, because I want people to, li- I want some people to listen before you do your appearance. What fit are you wearing tonight? So I just want to add to that just for a second. The we millisecond, oh, we should <laughs> millisecond before we we hit record, I say to James, "Are you uploading this today or tomorrow?" Because he's always so anxious to just upload it immediately. And if he goes, uh, no matter what it is, right? If he goes tomorrow, because it matters for when I say the date at the beginning. And uh, if he says tomorrow, he uploads it today. If he says today, he's like, I'm gonna, I, I, I published, scheduled it for 6 a.m. Drives me <laughs> insane. Um, what am I going to wear? I didn't think about that. I was like, just going to wear what I'm wearing right now, but I don't want to wear a hoodie. I'm not going to put on my suit. Maybe I put on – do I tol- pull a, uh, a Tony Real? or t- What is his last name? Tony Reale? I don't remember his last yeah, Tony, Tony Reale. Yeah, Reale. Where he would like wear like the, the blazer and like whatever, but he would just like not wear pants. You know what I mean? I I'm think gonna, a lot, yeah, a lot of uh, anchors and stuff like they'll wear pants, but I think some of them like they'll have sweats on or jeans or shorts. Um, I think you should. This is what I think you should do. Okay. I think you should go get a Hanes white tee. Have one. Have several. Black. I have a Supreme marker. one, by the way. You have a Supreme white tee. I have a Supreme Hanes plain white T-shirt. That might be the most hipster thing I've ever heard. It was a present. I didn't buy it. That's swag, though. I mean, that's like what, like two forty <laughs> something light, <laughs> fresh bills. Um, I say you get a white tee, preferably your supreme one. Take a black permanent marker, and write the bun and cardigan show. You want me to deface my supreme cotton blend T-shirt? Do you want to be? Do you want? I'm not. I'm not getting these looks. Uh, NBA TV. I haven't done NBA TV this year with the pandemic. Like I. I'd rock the bun and cardigan. I'd do it. Who, what, this, is, this is our it was, moment. Uh, it was Woody Page, right? Who would had, He had like a little whiteboard and he'd he write a like a board. joke or something. He'd put it behind yep. him. Yep. I kind of want to do that, but then they're going to be like, can you take that down? They might. So that's why I'm thinking. I, I was joking. You shouldn't do that. I you're think, really stressing me out because I did not think of this. And I'm thinking like, do I wear like my blazer with a turtleneck and chain? Like, what do I do here? This is what I think you should do as somebody who's an grew up an avid wrestling fan in the Jeez, 90s, early 2000s. No, 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 hear me out. The look is everything. Mm. How many rappers, these new rappers, people like just because of their look? The Takashi 6'9s, uh. the 
You know what I mean? He's got that glued on beard now. Yeah. I say you do this. You go a little stepbrothers. If you have a suit or a tuxedo, you wear it. Mm-hmm. But you put the man bun up. You you want to look like you're taking it seriously, but you also want to look like you. You want to look. You want to. St- you want to look kind of crazy. Sure. So I think a a, a guy with a, a suit, a tie, but just wild, kind of like not. Don't slick it back too much. Let let a little fluff kind of hang to the sides. Have yeah. the man bun out. And people will remember that. They'll be like, who in the hell is this guy? Yeah, with the mustache, too. I would I would try to – I wouldn't go too crazy like uh, a wife beater or something like that. I would, no. I would do something, though, that's like I'm trying to be professional. I'm trying to take this serious, but I also want to be me. Should I just do it in because the shower? I, I mean, if you if, – <laughs> no. I think that would be hilarious. No, I'm not doing that. They actually might ask you because that's the video that blew up. I'd be really uncomfortable if they did. What but, if you just became? What if that was like your new shtick? Oh, I'd be all, miserable. No, all your videos are in the shower. Anytime uh, anybody interviews you, it's in the shower. I would be miserable. I would hate that so much. Um, I'm excited. I guess just for, well, I guess I can't say this because people have already. I think it's supposed to air I, again. I don't even. I don't know anything. I don't. I don't know anything about having. She the the woman followed me last night, and I was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Like I saw her bio, and I was like, well. Well, 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 what do we have here? She DMs me this morning, and I, I was watching A Knight's Tale. I was only like 10 minutes in. Great movie, by the way. Shout out to Heath Ledger and Paul Bettany. Um, and Alan Tudyk, I believe, was in that. Yeah, he was. Um, I was watching that, and then I checked Twitter, and I saw I had a DM, and I was like, I literally, James was the first person I told. So that goes to show, A, you didn't know that you were the first person I told, so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm not nervous. Luckily, like I I've said this before, like I've done ESPN radio like two and a half times. Um, I've been on. Hold uh, on, hold on. What? How do you do something half times? So the first time they booked me, I had written an article. This was after the 2019 NBA awards. Okay. And I say. Blake Griffin, my story for um, a website that we will not name. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Um, well, you don't have you don't have beef with them. I do, which I shouldn't I even have, have beef with them. But I don't have whatever. beef with anybody. It's it's the principle. If sure, if, if I'm not getting shout out for them re- reporting on news that I broke, and they're not going to shout me, I'm not giving them any love on my podcast. It's sure. just not how it's going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to make it. I have no. I have nothing but love for that company, so it's whatever. But um, I wrote an article about uh, how Blake Griffin was the honorary MVP that year because he was amazing, right? We've talked about it on the show. It was the best Blake we've ever seen. And um, ESPN Radio, I think it was 106.5 um, in Ohio. Uh, someone just saw it, right? And they reach out to me and they're like, do you want to come on the show? And I was like, what? So I went on the show, bodied it. Right. Nailed it. First ever radio appearance. It's actually on YouTube. Um, And then they had me on like two weeks later. Bombed. Right. Five minutes before I go on, I got some horrible news and it like threw me for a loop. I bombed. Three months go by. They never call me back. And I'm like, they're never going to have me on again. They call me. They say, um, hey, I don't remember. It might have been the Westbrook stuff happening at the time. I don't remember what it was. But they were like. Like, people thought Westbrook was coming to Detroit. Mm-hmm. I think it was that. And they were like, hey, do you want to come on, like, this Wednesday? And it was, like, Sunday. I go, for sure. I would love to. I thought you guys hated me. And he goes, for sure. Tuesday afternoon, right? We've got 24 hours left. Producer messages me. Um, Yeah, we got canceled, so. <laughs> or, no, he, he called me. That's what it was. He called me to be like, yeah, like, ESPN shut us down. Oh. And I was like, what? And then he spent like 10 or 15 minutes just kind of venting. And I was like, brother, I don't know how to help. I'm really sorry. He's like, yep, this has been my day. I'm just calling all these people. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. So that was the half. I got booked, but they got taken off the air. Okay. So that's a, that's a, I think the half is half. overused. Sure. I think sure. that's a fair uh, use of, of half. Sure. 25. I agree. Yeah. And I, I've been on, you know, I've, I've done live streams like with, um, with that company and, um, and it was great. Like, I, you know, I've been on camera a bunch. I've, you know, people listen to my voice, and I think I'm pretty comfortable with it. So I, I like to think I won't fold. Um, 
There was the one time where I did fold a little bit because I was on a live stream and Nick Wright just joined randomly, which was insane. That's nuts. Yeah. And I was like, I had to really try hard not to be like, I love you, (laughs) Um, uh, which is controversial because people don't like him. I don't particularly care. Um, Yeah. I think I think I'll be good. I'm sorry, guys. This rant probably wasn't very interesting, but yeah. No, it was great. This can't be any worse than some of the rants I go on. I, I think this pod, I think this might be the new dynamic of the pod. I think I take control and ask you questions. It is and, kind of a nice change of pay. I got to be honest. Yeah, man. I, I kind of appreciate just I mean, sitting we back could talk let, yeah. about the win over Brooklyn. We really could. But like at the end of the day, the Pistons have shown that they have the abilities to be good teams and they did it. They shot the three ball. Well, it was, it was a, it was a good win. Is anybody getting excited about, What's next? No, because the Pacers could pop them on Thursday. It it was yeah. a good moment. Yeah. The best thing that happened from it is the love that Nicholas Henkel got from the social media world. Now I have another question for you. Sure. When you started making recap videos, what was the end goal for you? Get like five likes. That's it. See, just if do I, something to brighten people's I just, I just, experience. Yeah, I just knew that I really started to enjoy watching basketball more than I did watching football, which we, I think we talked about either in the last episode or the previous one. Um, I think it was the previous one because it was like our, our viewer or, or mailbag. Early. I think it might have been early. Yeah, I don't remember. Pod, yeah. But but I basically talked about how I just transitioned to like I was a football guy and then because I played football and I couldn't make basketball teams because I wasn't good. Um and I just started to really enjoy it, and I just was kind of like, I'm just going to do it, right? So, um, you know, people that I knew from, like, high school and stuff were like, wow, this is really good. And it's funny because I remember some people – I remember so vividly somebody was like, when is ESPN going to hire you? Kind of messing with me, but, you know, just being yeah. nice. And look at me now. I am not, I'm not gainfully employed by ESPN, nor am I – well, I'm just not employed, period. But, hey – Look at me now. But my end game was just like, I didn't have one. I was just like, if it does something, it does something. And it somehow did. Good. I like that mentality. You do it because you like to. You love it. And if something happens, great. If not, you still enjoy to do it. And you're going to yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. All right. So now we're getting everybody's favorite part of the podcast where it is story time with Nick. I tell, I name a player that Nick has watched over the last four years since James has been on the beat. And he tells me a story about that player. Now, Nick, um, sure. what we're going to do, for those, again, that don't usually listen, this is when Nick names a player that I've covered, and I tell us a, a story, yeah. a behind-the-scenes story about with this player. Which is a really interesting segment, and I kind of wish that we would just stay true to form that way, because what am I going to say? But you got no, something I, planned, so go ahead. You, I, you have to, I'm gonna, it's going to be a little bit more direct than the randomness you throw on me. Sure. Tell me, you and you and Luke Kennard built a relationship we somehow, did. some way. Um, I don't know how that started. Did he just like one of your videos and you DM'd him or something? Okay, yeah, that's the story. Tell me how you and Luke Kennard became Call of Duty buddies. Sure, that, that's actually because the other story I was going to tell I may have said on here before, and the other ones I'm, I can't tell. So um, that's a yeah, sure, because people ask this all the time. So um, I don't ever tweet out that I want to play PlayStation with people, ever, because I don't. But there was one day last year that um, I just randomly was like, does anybody want to play some Warzone? Like, I got some time to kill. Anyone want to play? And uh, one of Luke's cousins, who had we had we had spoken a little bit before, and uh, we followed each other, he messages me and he goes, hey, uh, Luke and I need a third. Like, since you're playing, like, do you want to hop in? And I was like, I was like, "What do you? T- who is? Who, who's Luke?" And I scroll up in our messages, and he was telling me that he's Luke's cousin. And I'm like, "Who?" So I messaged him back, and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "All right, cool." So um, because we had to do cross play, I had to like we had to get Activision IDs. It was a mess, but um, so we join. We're all in the same lobby, and I can hear AJ. AJ can hear me. AJ his, can. Is that his cousin? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, that's that's okay. Luke's cousin. AJ's the bridge here, right? That's how we became okay. friends. Everybody can hear everybody, but Luke and I can't hear each other. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, I'm getting, am I getting catfished? Like, is this punked? Like, what's going on? Like, this is not Luke. And I'm trying to think of what his voice sounds like. So once he starts talking, I can be like, oh my God, that's actually Luke. And um, sure, we eventually, we troubleshot it. We figured it out. 
And um, yeah, it was him. We we played for I don't know, probably like two three hours. It was really cool. I was I was really good about not fangirling. And then AJ was like, "Hey, I gotta take care of something. I'll be back in like five ten minutes." So it's just me and Luke, right? For the first time, it's just me and Luke. We're like kind of camping in this building, just kind of looking out windows <laughs> and stuff. Like kind of chill right now. We're not fighting anybody. And I go, um, <clears throat> so like, um, Dwayne Casey, like, is, and I'm like, kind of, I'm just like, you know, just picking yeah. his brain, asking him some questions. And I had asked him, you know, about the draft and stuff. And, um, as we, you know, began to play more, I was a little bit, I was a lot more comfortable asking certain questions. And, and it wasn't like the whole time that we were playing that I would right. be like, so what about like, is Blake cool? Like, I'm not, you know, like he's just. Like, he's just a guy. Like, at the end of the day, it was really cool. There was one time, um, James, I don't know if you know the game Among Us. I don't know if you know I've what that is. I've heard about it. Yeah, so that was, like, hot in the streets for a few months. Um, Luke was playing it. Again, his cousin AJ was playing it. I think one of his other cousins, Jake, actually played with us a few times, Jake Kennard. Um, or maybe that was Call of Duty. I don't remember. But there was one time where, so you need 10 people to play that game. So I asked some like Pistons guys, like some just some Pistons fans, like, hey, does anybody want to play Among Us with like Luke Kennard? If you do, let me know and I'll get you in the lobby. Um, I think that happened two or three times. Um, so a bunch of Pistons fans got to play with Luke and that was really cool. That's cool. And um, yeah, that's it. That was great. See, you yeah. do have stories. I mean, that was that was better than my Luke story. Well, uh, people like my Luke story, but that was just people, as good. Yeah, that was just like your Luke story. All right, so to wrap up, we always both pick an album to have listeners listen to um, until our next pod. We, I mean, I usually play, pick black artists regardless, but since it's Black History Month, we are both making sure that we pick black artists. Nicholas, go first. Yeah, you make it sound like I'm doing it against my will. I'm not. No, it's just. <laughs> no, I mean. I just want to make it yeah, clear. Yeah, no, we're. I know that's not. It's not a. You're not doing it intentionally. You're just we pick okay. music we like, and but we told our like you came you came up with the idea of it being Black yes. History Month. Let's yes. only pick black artists. I usually only do that anyway. <laughs> so yes, let's 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 go. So it's topical, right? I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because I've said them before. Chat. I don't care. I'm going with old. Danny Brown's old. 2013. Yes, um, favorite on there was Torture. Okay. Because it's 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 just like terrifying, like it's terrifying. And then right after that, um, twenty five bucks by my braid Joe hair. I think it's um after that I think is lonely because it's like this crazy like change of pace. It's like so hard and like eerie and friggin' scary. And then torture's like kind of a little bit like I'm sorry, uh, lonely's a little bit lighter, a little bit not playful, but it's just relative to torture. It's crazy. Um, that album's great. Um, I, those are my I like, like twenty five bucks. Back. And yeah. uh, Return of the Gangsta with Freddie Gibbs yeah. on that um, album the most. Those are my two favorite songs on there. So I, I feel like I definitely shouldn't be allowed to say two Danny Brown albums on this show, but like I got to support my friend. Yeah. So Danny Brown. Danny Brown's old, 2013. Well, I was actually going to go with You Know What I'm Saying today. Um, his latest Do album. It. Well, I just shouted it out. So, But just to switch it up, I'm going to go with Ghostface Killer, Iron Man. The debut from Ghost Dini, a.k.a. Tony Starks. Um, people like Supreme Clientele more. That's fine. I wouldn't argue you. I personally like Iron Man more. Um, I mean, he has Assassination Day, which might be my favorite song on there, and he doesn't even rap. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Wu-Tang fan, if you're a Ghost fan, you already know Iron Man. If you're always wanting to get into Wu-Tang, the solo, if you want to get into the solo stuff of Wu-Tang, I, I like... I think Only Built for Cuban Links is probably the best. Then Liquid Swords, but Iron Man's probably number three. So Ghostface sure. Killer, Iron Man, that is my pick for this week. I have a joke, but it's almost a little bit too disrespectful. I don't know if I want to say it, but at this point it's like, Nick, if you're going to say that, that means you're going to have to say the joke. All right, fine. Ghost, if you listen, I got to do it. I'm sorry. All right. You know how Lil Wayne made Drake? Without Wayne, there's no Drake. Okay. Without Wayne, there's no Drake. Yeah, that's without Wayne, there's no Drake or Nikki. Okay. Without Rich Brian, without Death Stick, and and hold on, and and with that, um, thank you for listening. Um, please, you knew exactly please, what I was going to say. <laughs> please rate and review on Apple. Um, if you're if you're feeling generous, give us five stars. 
again, we are very supportive of all of the love we've received since starting the podcast. I think we're going on a month now. I think this is episode yeah. eight. Yep. Um, Closing in on 100 reviews um, on, on Apple Podcasts. So you guys got to get us yes, to 100. Yes, please we're get us there. there and then get us to 200. Uh, yeah. So thank you. To the moon. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Monday. Um, it actually worked out that we, we end every show. I, the intro beat, people know this by now, but if this is your first time, I made, and it's always the intro beat, the, the beat that we use to exit with switches between me and me and Nick. I made yep. last week's big beat. Nick, do you have time to whip up a beat for the end of this week, or should I go? I realized uh, when we started recording that I did not do that yet. So I, ha- but I just want to use one of mine. If I don't, I, I'll, I'll check the vault. Okay. I'm sure, I got something. I'll check the vault. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put one of my actual tracks. I think I said that I would do that before. I mean, this is. I mean, you're on. fire. It's my show. I might as well. You're on fire this week, so why not see if you can get a record deal out of it too? I mean, just go ahead. <laughs> Throw those Volta's on there, baby. Yeah, I will. I'll put a. I'm not gonna say what song I'm gonna do because I might change my mind. But yeah, we'll see. All right, we'll see. So if it's if it's if it's fire, I did the beat. If it's whack, Nick did it. I'm just joking. I'm Jesus joking. Thank Christ. you guys for listening. Is that, that you know what? That's what I get for the ghost joke. Go ahead, send Nick. Us off. Good luck tonight on ESPN. Um, make the Bunny Cardigan show proud. I know you will. Thank you, brother. And yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Peace.